Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast. 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlich and Polly Kim. Lights, camera, action! Microphones. Action! <laughs> that sounds good. Hello out there. Hello. Welcome. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the podcast from our computers again. Yes, welcome. Uh, it kind of worked out last time. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, We're just going to keep doing this. Yeah, Jim did a good job of making us sound legible, whatever. What's <laughs> audible? Audible? Yeah. It doesn't seem like the same thing, but. The legible of sound. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? I think uh, this is a, we're going a little cash. The world is cash right now. see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think what we wanted to talk about today was um, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the things that are available to you digitally as the community, and that's, we consider that the community of readers. Um, what things can you be plugging into with the library right now that um, maybe you missed or maybe you haven't been taken advantage of yet and you might be ready? I know a lot of folks have felt like they just weren't really ready to read or... <laughs> I thought you meant ready for a pandemic. Yeah, yeah well, that too. I mean, <laughs> not obviously. Ready. So not ready. Um, but I, even my friends who are readers, and maybe you feel the same way, just feel like they're, you can't focus for very long right now. Um, so, but I, but I think people are kind of settling into this is the new, this is their routine. And yeah um and maybe if that's you and you feel like i need something other than tiger king which right now i've not watched i haven't either i have not i don't know that i'm going to i feel like those shows actually just make me sad i know me too i can't i mean more power to you and i do understand laughing at others expense and uh at the laughing at the misfortune of terrible people i get that completely but for some reason <laughs> watching it on tv just makes me a little just sad okay i i totally agree and i i have not i mean i, I like watch the trailer and i'm like wow that looks like a mess but i can't <laughs> i just can't I can't bring myself to watch it. No judgment on folks who are watching it and getting a lot of enjoyment by this crazy, you know, way out there um, scenarios. Apparently it's twists and turns every episode. But um, yes, no, same. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of that, you know, how you and I both um, also have trouble watching like singing um, uh-huh. oh petitions and things like yes. that, like the embarrassment by proxy. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of, maybe that's how I feel a little bit like, oh, I'm, 
I just, uh, I don't know. I've been also finding that when I've watched anything, which is just a marathon of New Girl, basically, um, I, my emotions are on high. Like, oh. I am just, I mean, I always like laugh very easily, but I've been like crying at really sweet stuff on New Girl. And I'll just be laughing. And then all of a sudden, Brandon will look over and I'm just bawling. And he's very perplexed he's been very patient with the whole thing it's very <laughs> well, weird I, for all of us yeah I don't think that's unusual um either like there's probably a couple reactions I still am waiting to cry like I haven't really cried yet um well I'm not crying yeah. about like life or like real right. stuff it's just that yeah like my trick my tear trigger <laughs> is is like ready there it's on high like, alert yeah, it's like yeah. I, like a Hallmark commercial sort of stuff would probably make me cry. Well, I think we, this happened at, since our last, the one thing, the thing that made me cry. So I, uh, I shared it on Facebook. We can link to it for the podcast. But there was a woman who, or somebody posted that their boss turned themselves into a potato or they were in, I think, Microsoft Teams. And one of the things you could do is make yourself a vegetable. And they made themselves a potato oh, for this God. meeting. And then she couldn't figure out how to turn herself back. So someone had taken, taken a screenshot of, like, person, person, potato. <laughs> with, like, eyes and a mouth. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> and she and looked then, so defeated at the fact that yep, she was just, just going like, to be a potato. Well, I'm a potato now. now. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard that this person had to then conduct a, a meeting, meeting as a potato, and like you could see herself on the screen <laughs> being a spud, and like had to just say all the business things that <laughs> she had to say as a potato. So I, for whatever reason, that... You're tearing up now. I know, I'm tearing up right now. For whatever reason, that, like, made me laugh just so hard for so long. And I it made me cry. Like, I cry when I laugh. Yeah, yeah cry. And then, And then I, like, kind of kept crying a little. Oh, like, I just... Yeah. Like, it was a, like, catharsis kind of Yeah. Moment. Um, But that was the last... That was the last crying thing that I had so maybe I just need to watch like a sad movie and get it wait, all wait did it did you did you not cry at you've been watching Schitt's Creek yeah oh, that was weeks ago I haven't I haven't watched the last season yet oh I haven't either actually but oh, okay. I just cry anytime I hear um simply the best simply the which, best which okay. was on new girl and so oh yeah well maybe I got a little um maybe I did I, I, f I feel like you, like, like you, like it's right there. Like yeah, my eyes yeah. will fill up, but I'm just not, uh, not committing, not committing Nothing to the cry. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just commit. You need, it needs to have like a terms of endearment kind of. You're a cry tease for yourself right now. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, not, not going to happen. <sighs> well, well I'm glad that this has been about books. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> Um, we'll get there. I mean, don't worry about it. Everybody. If you find that you can read now and cry, <laughs> cry, we'll get to the books. So, um, no, that's, I, you know, everybody's in a lot of different places right now, but I hope folks are 
we've been doing this we've been doing this um on tuesday afternoons at 4 p.m central time if you're elsewhere and would like to listen or join in we do something called bring your own book and beverage and it is literally you just join in the book squad staff is there um, people just pop on the screen and then we all go around and talk about how we're doing, what we've been reading, um, mostly what we've been reading. I think people are, you know, want to stick to like what we've been reading, but we definitely are talking about what we've been watching, mm-hmm. um, anything else that, you know, any other kind of media we're consuming that is, you know, we find good in some way. So, um, We've come up with, we've done it three times now, and every time we keep a list of everything everybody talks about, and um, we've put that in the event. So um, if you, we can share the event in the podcast notes, so you can find it. Go ahead. It was delightful when I popped in there. I, there was a couple people, I didn't say this on the call, but there was a couple people that I had previously been in book clubs with. Um, and so it was just really nice seeing them. I mean, because I haven't been in book clubs with them since August, but also just haven't seen them, obviously, because the library's been closed. So it was just really nice um, to, to actually see people's faces. And, um, and yeah, like when you're not really ready or just don't want to discuss like really heavy stuff, books are a nice place to turn um, because it's like a personal connection um, that you can relate to other people on. So um, yeah, it's just really nice. I would encourage people to, to pop in and bring, you know, juice or beer or whatever, whatever you drank and, um it's been yeah i it's been i feel like really good you know and it's uh probably anybody who's listening who's been having to do anything with zoom or any kind of online meetings right now um are just feeling a little bit like well maybe we're all a little used to it now but at first when we thought about doing this i just thought ugh, is it going to be awkward is it going to be weird or and you know there's always a little bit of that awkward silence of like okay who's going to go next cuz mm-hmm. people don't they don't want to talk up over top of people which is nice um and it's harder to catch those cues of like who's leaning forward to talk but um it i think it's it's all worked itself out and it's definitely it's worth it i think to just to see people's faces like you said and um and i and this and i love hearing the stuff that people are able to read right now like it's it, they're finding it gripping or catching their attention or it's uplifting in some way or it's just putting their you know giving them some space to to be somewhere else in their mind for a little while so um that's been great too get a good list of those things going. Well, and I'd like to, I think we're, we're wanting to kind of look through some of those lists or, or um, talk about what we've heard people are interested in. There was mm-hmm. one, and of course now the page is not loading, which is wonderful, um, but it's by the author. It, I don't think you talked about it to me on the last podcast, but it's by that author of the nanny, the hot nanny man. Oh, Rebecca Weatherspoon? Yes. It's a new one by her. Oh, was it me? Was it Zenny? 
Yes. Ah, that was me. Yes. So um, I want to tell you about Zenny because, and I still don't have it yet, and it's making me really sad. I think I just need to order it from um, either locally or another indie bookstore um, somewhere, but it's called Zenny, A Marriage of Inconvenience, and it is the, the second in the series with Rafe. And so she, um, she has 10 days to clean out her recently departed aunt's massive colonial, up, up, um, colonial in upstate New York. Um, so she, there's a feud going on between her mom and her sisters, and she's going to have to get there and take care of it. And um, she, you know, of course, there are all these, like, secrets and um, things that have not um, been revealed that are about to be revealed when, you know, she sits down with the lawyers um, and she finds out that she has to marry before she can claim the estate that will set her up for life. And her aunt has already picked out the groom. Um, of course. The groom is the ruggedly handsome and deliciously thick Scotsman who shows up at her aunt's memorial, bagpipes at the ready. <laughs> you had me at bagpipes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, like, and it turns out, you know, um, Mason is his name. So, uh, Zenny's aunt was his mentor. And, um, so, and he's left her something, but the same thing is, so, you know, <clears throat> she's, she's, um, make matchmaking from the grave here and I'm here for all of it. Really. That's next level matchmaking. I love a marriage of convenience. I love a Scotsman. <laughs> I love a colonial. I love a colonial in upstate New York. I love love. <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah, but I, I really, really love Rebecca Weatherspoon's, um, writing and I love her, um, her characters are really well done and she writes diverse, awesome romances. So, and spicy. Nice. You know, you know I love spicy romances. So, um, Scottish. I am waiting to get this one. I just, I'm just going to have to buy it. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm you don't have access. It. Yeah, I'm on hold for it. I'm the first person at the library. It's on order. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well. So another one that um, I think Heather had mentioned, or maybe a couple people had uh, on the session that I was in, was um, the Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Have you read that? You know what? I haven't. It's sitting right here. I mean, literally, you can look behind me. It's on my bookshelf. It's sitting there. I'm really, um, I really want to read it because it is about the, it's about two kind of things. So it's about the, the Kentucky um, librarians who, the horseback librarians, and it's mm -hmm. in Appalachia. And it's also about the blue people of Appalachia, which I had never heard of before. Like I knew about the Kentucky librarians, of course, um, horseback librarians, but I'd never heard of the blue people. And it's, um, there are, there was a group of people who had a genetic disorder 
that um, has to had to do with the um, the their blood that colored their skin blue, and um, what? Yeah, uh, yes, and so it like obviously um, there were some superstitions around those people, some beliefs um, they were um, shunned in some ways. Um, from their community, from a community that was already marginalized, yeah. then they are marginalized within that community. So um, it's it's just a and it's a book. Like I got to meet the author at uh, at a conference, and she was just so charming and delightful. And she's from the area, and this is these are you know this is her people. She lives on the mountain. Um, she was just very sweet, and I believe this is her first novel. She was um, wonderful, and I like. I think everybody should read it. And everybody who I pitched it to and they read it have said it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So it's you know, here's me like yeah, sitting here with this book. So and you know, I had grand plans of reading some things um, while we were quarantined, and I am getting some done, but. I downloaded this one on audiobook. It's on ebook and audiobook. And I'm thinking maybe audiobook might be my best bet. Um, but just, yeah, everything I've heard about it has been wonderful. I love that her name is Cussie. I know. That's just very charming to me. Um, it seems right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cussie. And I would like to hear, I hope the audiobook has like a, a narrator that has a, like the, the dialect correct. So, yes. Um, yeah, this sounds, it seems like it might be kind of like, um, you know, like a, well, an AJ Fickery, or I'm thinking, um, the bookshop on the corner, um, or yeah, maybe not AJ Fickery, but the potato lemon, whatever the pie society is. Yeah. yeah. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I think it will, it's a, I think it's a, a tender, like, interesting book. You learn something, it's historical fiction, um, but I think there is a bit of uplift, and so I'm... And the power of I'm, books, and... Yeah, now, so in the other book we discussed, along with that, um, Jojo Moyes wrote, that recently released, The Giver of Stars, which is mm -hmm. about which is also about the um, Appalachian horseback librarians. So uh, is she from there? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I, I also got, I got to see her talk about this book and I, I, like, I was prepared to be like, come on, like mm. someone else just wrote this book, but um, she was also lovely, but I, everyone I know who's read both um, prefers the book, the Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Well, and I'm thinking, Mike, just speculating, just like there's probably, if she's from there, like the the one author, uh, uh, who I should own voices, name, mm -hmm. Kim Michelle Richardson. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, it's already a marginalized community. Um, yeah. Kind of like um, um, Winter's Bone and how is it, Daniel? What's yeah. <laughs> He's yes. from Southern Missouri. So yeah, you kind of capture like the feeling of it and and um 
the language and all of that's really important. So, and not that you can't do that, like we've said before, um, if you're not from a certain place, but it, it does take a lot more work, you know, yeah, and it you does. to be able to do the work. Yeah, it does. So, so, you know, I would definitely, I definitely would pick that one up. And like you said, it's, <clears throat> it's available on both ebook and audiobook. So. I have it in my, I downloaded it. Um, that's on Hoopla, right? Yeah. With the more credits, I'm able to just download stuff and then I have it right there uh, in hopes that I actually, that access makes me actually listen to it. Um, I did start listening though to Braiding Sweetgrass, um, which I believe was mentioned on one of, in one of the sessions. Um, so it's read by, and it's, it's read by the author, Robin Wall Kimmerer. And um, I think Shirley really loves this book. Um, and we've got it in a book club bag too, but, um, so like she's combining, um, her, like she's a plant ecologist and botanist. Um, and then also she's a Potawatomi woman. So it's, she's combining like the, um, scientific and like the cultural into, um, information about different plants and things like that. Um, and it sounds, it, it started out really well. I got, um, distracted and was making dinner and didn't listen as closely as I could have, but, um, but she's got a really great, uh, narrating voice. And, um, I really like, she starts out talking about, um, the, the creation story, um, of the sky woman. And, um, and she talks about how like the sky woman, um, when she, she was like a traveler and comes to turtle Island and, um, she's kind of lost and, uh, and I'm probably not doing justice to the story, but she's lost and kind of has to meet the, uh, animals and the creatures and get guidance from them. And, um, and she like learns, like embraces the magic of, of plants, um, and, uh, the healing powers of them and on all these different things. And so she combines, she compares the, um, the sky woman to Eve, and talks about how it's two women who Eve was punished for trying the fruits, you know, like the, the trying out nature basically, and the sky woman was rewarded. And so she kind of talks about how um, they're kind of at, not at odds, but they've been put at odds sort of mm-hmm. by our culture. And I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Well, and it, it, that's interesting because the, I mean, the apple is, you know, was knowledge. So like the, it's, um, are we, you know, are we a culture who rewards women for having, um, particular knowledge or are we a culture who, um, considers that sinful? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're very opposite stories here with the two of them. So it was really just really nice. And I'd like to learn more. Um, I'm doing, uh, my springtime ritual second year in a row of uh making tea out of weird things in my yard so please don't die (laughs) i have a reference book i'm only doing stuff that's like very normal like catnip and nettles and stuff like that so but i was like what a perfect time to kind of get to know what's surrounding us so So do you think if you were a person who didn't want to make tea out of things in your yard, you would still find this book 
interesting and you would still- Oh yeah, yeah, because I honestly like, who knows if I'll continue with the tea making, um, but the book itself just sounds very interesting. And I think like, I've I already learned enough like in like the first like 20 minutes of the book to, to know that I'm gonna just keep learning new things um, through her writing. So yes, you don't have to be a weird tea maker <laughs> I didn't say weird. A bored, in my case, a bored tea maker. Uh, but, um, but yeah, no, I think it sounds it sounds excellent. Well, I'm scroll. I am scrolling through this list to see if there was something that I remembered people just being really like, "Woo, that was amazing." Um, like uh la, 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 la. people let me tell you people were super into um the father brown father brown like yeah. um, that's watching not reading but i love so, that yeah and i've been like i hear people talk about it all the time i feel like um i feel like I, we know somebody mutually who super loves that too but mom, and, mom loves it Yes. So that really, that convinced me that I should probably check that out. But um, this was really interesting. So Katie Stover joined us and she Aww. talked about 18 tiny deaths, um, which, yeah. And I, Bruce Goldfarb. And it's the story of um, a woman in the, um, the 1870s. She was a socialite. Um, she was wealthy in Chicago, and her she was um, just you know not supposed to have a career, obviously, mm -hmm. and definitely not supposed to have a career as like a forensic scientist. Wow, but cool. that's what she um, she became. Um, she developed the Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Death, which is a series of dollhouses that appear charming until you what? notice the little macabre, the macabre little details, an overturned chair or a blood-spattered comforter. What? And then, of course, there are the bodies splayed out on the floor, draped over chairs, clothed in garments that Lee lovingly knit with sewing pins. Um, but so she did that. So she, she was a grandmother without a college degree, but ended up leading the scientific investigation of unexpected death out of the dark confines of centuries old techniques and into the light of modern day. She developed a system that used the nutshells dioramas to train law enforcement officers to investigate violent crimes. And her true? Methods, yes, her methods yeah. are still used today. Still used oh. today. That, this to me is like, that's mind-blowing. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. How in the world, like, and it's fascinating to know that like today's forensic science, science came from this wealthy socialite who never went to college, who liked to knit clothes for tiny yeah. dollhouse corpses. <laughs> yeah. She's, I wonder if she... Mary Roach and Caitlin Doty. Oh, wouldn't that be a great dinner to go to? It would be. Now that's my official answer if anybody ever asks about who you're bringing. Okay, well, um, her name is Frances Glessner Lee, the name of the so woman. So are there pictures in the 
book or oh, I believe that there absolutely must be pictures in this book but I will tell you it is instantly available on Hoopla and this person right here is gonna check that out today Holly's it's pointing a, at herself it's an ebook this person it's an ebook um and Ooh. I I am sure that there are pictures oh that sounds amazing yeah and usually like when you check a book out when you check a book out on Hoopla and there are pictures I mean like you could check comic books out so yeah yeah like um craft books and stuff like that absolutely so. there will be pictures i'm i if there's not i would want to read that on like throw my, my kindle around across the room <laughs> i was gonna say i would want to read that one on a screen like on a monitor instead of a kindle just so you can kind of like see oh zoom in and stuff. yeah um that sounds really weird <laughs> yeah well it's really cool Katie brings the best things. So mm -hmm. that one, um, that was like, what? That's, you know, if you're looking for something that's really unusual and that you haven't heard before, there you go. Huh. Well, so now I've learned about that lady and the fact that there were blue people. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I've already learned so much. Okay. Just let's let's try to let's try to get people one more fact today so they can have three things they probably didn't know about who well we i was curious what oh go ahead i was curious about um underland by robert mcfarlane Ooh, okay let's that check. was that's maybe like a little even nerdier but like looking at um earth's underworlds uh like real actual like literal but then also in literature and myth um mm. and i wasn't sure i didn't know if you remembered who was talking about that um who let me see like talking about like prehistoric art of norwegian sea caves um and like the blue depths of the greenland ice cap and Ooh. bronze age funeral chambers and catacomb labyrinths below paris oh um, i Mm, it might have been maybe it was Colleen. Oh, cool! Oh, and the underground fungal network through which trees communicate. Oh, well, Robin Wall Kimmer was also talking about that how trees communicate, mm -hmm. kind of under. So that one seemed really fascinating to me too. It might have come up because I know I was. I think I was sharing about how I was reading Overstory. That was the other one. Yeah, so I think Overstory and Underland should be read like together. I think they would be yeah, companion pieces. And this one is a- Tell me about that Overstory. Audiobook on Hoopla. So the Overstory, um, it's like a, a bunch of different stories together um, that are about uh, people and then how that this a person's this person's life intersects in some way with a tree or trees um, and then is one section of the book and then another section of the book is um, the trees and so which is the section I will admit I'm still reading this book I haven't gotten to that so I was like going like full out reading this book and then I had to put it down to read two other things for book clubs Mm -hmm. And then now it's time to pick mm -hmm. it back up. So I, I was just about getting to the tree section, but it's been, it's one of those books that when you mention that you're reading it, everybody goes, oh, 
oh, I loved that book. So um, just FYI, people love this book. Uh, and I don't know. Is if that Richard Powers? Or yep. I... Yeah, it's Richard okay. Powers. So I think, um, oh, like probably, oh, those look would be three good together, like Underland, Braiding Sweetgrass, and and the overstory. Mm -hmm. So the overstory, overstory is fiction, obviously. Underland and Braiding Sweetgrass are non-fiction. And from very different sort of mm -hmm. ways of looking at things. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yes. That sounds nice. Those three would be like a great gift pack. Yeah. You want you want to go somewhere else? Here you go. It's go somewhere else right yeah. where right where we are, actually. Well, and then that reminds me of um was it is it how to do nothing? Yeah, Jenny Off Offhill. Is that the that's who did it, right? Well, I know, I think it was a different Jenny. I know well, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny Odell. Oh, yes. Two letters off. Very Jenny, similar. Jenny Odell. Off. Two letters off. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that, too. Like, the how to do nothing would be freaking amazing for people to pick up right now, right? Right. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Uh, I'm afraid we might not have it digital. Well, we oh wait, we do have it on audiobook and hoopla. Yay. Oh yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. That would be wonderful. That's a god, that's a that's like the book of the times right now. Yeah. Maybe we can uh we should share a link to the podcast um that we did on that one. In the in yeah. this podcast. Yeah. I wonder now like listening to that podcast episode if we'd be like Girl, you weren't doing nothing. This is doing nothing. <laughs> you didn't know about doing nothing, but now you do. You hugged somebody that week. That was not. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Remember hugs? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a, oh, I feel like I've talked about this one before. I was going to be like, oh, here's a thing that you might not know, but I think we've already talked about this on the podcast. One but it's, them. um, it's uh it's gonna be my third thing the maza mengiste um the shadow king oh uh-huh yeah because it's about how these women in ethiopia like gave mussolini the boot during world war ii and i like i was like what i didn't know that that happened so um so if you like me did not know that Ethiopian women um, were the yeah. were the people who took up arms and kicked the crap out of Mussolini's army um, badass. in in Africa, well, here you go. Um, that's a thing. That I feel like the well, and then that that reminds me of in the time of the butterflies. Oh um, yeah about the sisters in Trujillo. Uh, yeah. I feel like we're kind of making up for, la for last month being Women's History Month in this episode right now. It's just like, badass, <laughs> let me tell you, women. <laughs> yeah, Women's History Month just pretty much got completely forgotten last month. So Thanks, patriarchy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the patriarchy to have a pandemic during women's history. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Oh my god. Oh, so yeah. gross. <sighs> Yeah, well, um, is there, were there any other books that you saw that you were like, ooh, tell me why people were talking about it? Yes, so there was one more that, um, I don't know, I think it's, I think they're both available on Overdrive ebook and audiobook, but it's The Need by Helen Phillips. Ooh, okay. I'm intrigued by that one because I read Some Possible Solutions by Helen Phillips, um, and it's, uh, that was a amazing series of short stories. Uh, that's like, I think one of my very favorite short stories is the first one in that book. Like it haunts me that freaking story. So, okay. um, so I'm really, I love her writing and she, I know she does a lot of like really weird, um, like speculative eerie sort of, um, kind of magical realism, but really just kind of like twisted reality sort of stuff. And this is, the need is about um, a mother of two young children and there is a uh, an intruder and it says, an intruder who knows far too much about her and her family. Um, and knowing Helen Phillips, I'm gonna guess there's gonna be some like weird twisty thing to it, so. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do you remember anyone mentioning that one? No, I'm trying to think of who. Uh... It says, it says like, as she attempts to protect those she loves the most, Molly must also acknowledge her own frailty. Molly slips down an existential rabbit hole where she must confront the dualities of motherhood, the ecstasy and the dread. Well, it's... there's, there's a mouthful right there. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I'm Helen Phillips seriously... is like so freaking smart sitting here like ragging my brain about who brought that uh it may have just been like maybe mentioned. it was it might have been simone maybe maybe it was simone um who brought that up but i uh, i don't the listeners are like i don't care who brought it up. i know <laughs> um, but but i i i think it might have been simone who brought it up perhaps um and who was reading it right now and it was um I'll, you know what, I'll follow up with her and I'll see if I can get a little blurb on it from her. But Well, yeah. Rebecca Mackay, who did the Great Believers, and Emily St. John Mandel both loved it. So Who are both incredible. Yeah, and I loved the Great Believers and I loved Station Eleven. So um, I probably would love this book. I don't know, though. I don't know if you want to read a... I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think so. Uh, an intruder book yeah you could be right i'll listen to i'll i'll well I'll, i can't promise anything at this point but i'll, I'll try to like, listen to it be like boy this writing is beautiful i hate every minute of this exactly you'll be like <laughs> no <laughs> i respect what you're doing and i want no part of it thank you <laughs> <laughs> that can happen when you yeah for sure yeah. Uh, well, so like the story from this Helen Phillips thing, I'm just going to tell you right now, is um, it's in some future, probably future society. And you can, I think it's called the knowers. And you can um, go to this like machine and you type in basically like the, your social security number more or less. And then it spits out exactly when you're going to die. Like the date. Yeah. <laughs> And so there's a difference between the knowers and the people, the not knowers, I guess. Um, 
And so it's, there's this couple who decide that they're not going to find out, like neither one of them want to find out. Um, and then one of them, I think it's the woman, finds out what hers is. And she doesn't tell the husband for the longest time. Um, and then like this, the story goes on where every, maybe it's, they don't tell you what year. Ooh, that might oh. be it. Oh man, I'm messing the, this all up. But, oh my gosh, like you would just know the date, but not the year? Yeah. Well, that might be. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. But, <laughs> That's but terrible. Like, I just remember like crying so hard at this story and like, just at just like the thoughts it's 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 very much like my kryptonite just like appreciating things as they're happening and like not taking things for granted and like life being short blah 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 it's like the perfect storm of the stuff that makes me cry yeah and it's just also so eerie and so well written and um yeah so helen phillips can get it she's great that would be i don't want to read that short i have that same i have the same kryptonite i would say because i especially well i mean i think it's bad enough but then i think when you're a mom yeah, you especially that. get bombarded with this like you have to appreciate every moment every like uh -huh. it's flipping past you even as you're in it and you know what I mean? So I'm already like, I'm, I'm already that kind of a person anyway. And then I decided to have these three dang kids, but mm -hmm. like ratcheted up times three, you know? Yeah. And, um, Ooh, that would probably really get me. I've been thinking well, about, Oh, go ahead. Well, the need, I think another part, it was like how it's like the dualities of motherhood. One thing was like the beauty and then the, the, the banal, yeah, the banality Yes. and the transcendence yes. of motherhood like those just being yeah yeah that's exactly what it is where you're just like it's i know i should be enjoying the hell out of this yeah. moment and i can't because i'm scooping poop out of a bathtub right i was <laughs> gonna say yeah there's gonna be poop involved um it's beautiful right or i'm listening to the you know, 57th rendition of the city you built in Minecraft. And I just can't anymore. Um, yeah, no, it's, there's a, there's a, if that's just a heavy, heavy feeling all of the time to feel like you should be appreciative of all of these moments. And, and I feel like that I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm seeing that in threads from people right now where, you know, there's a like some people are really feeling like they should be wringing every moment out of like when are they ever going to be isolated like this with their families again and they should be wringing out every moment out of it and especially because we all don't know what's going to happen and you know and then people are like yeah but I ran out of like Cheez-Its two days ago and um that's awful you know I can't well not to make it sound like too flippant, no. but it's just Jesus you know are the best, and that yeah. is heartbreaking. It is. They did. But did yeah. you know Cheez Its won the snack it this year? I didn't even know they went to snack it. <laughs> That's the third thing I've learned. The snack it. So the snack it is like is the snack bracket, you know. So for people, <laughs> the the lovely portmanteau. 
for people like myself and possibly yourself who don't follow the basketball. That's me. I follow snacks. Um, yes, but, but follow snacks. You can do the snack. How it. long has this been going on? I don't know how long it is, but um, we can all, we can definitely link that to huh. our listeners. Uh, I miss, who maybe didn't get to take part in the snack. I miss the snack. Well, you guys can do it. I think you I'm can. I'm gonna cry. Oh, don't cry. This is, this is where it is. This is where it is. I'm tearing well, you up just a tiny do. bit about missing the snack it. This is where I am. <laughs> I'm like, that seems like a thing I would love, and I didn't get it. Uh, yeah, no, this, the Cheez-Its won the snack it this year. Well, of course they did. Yeah. Original flavor, maybe even extra large size. Man. Oh, we're I out mean, of Cheez-Its. Oh, I love Cheez-Its, but there were some things on that snack it where I'm like, really? Like it better How than it really Doritos. Be? Well, the thing is, it depends on what league they're in, you know, because right. like you, it some does. people just and, never compete. Yeah, yeah. So like that's what happens is you've got these four different like arenas, and then they yeah, down and then. Oh my god! I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do this. Okay. We'll is it sweets one. and savories? Mm-hmm. Dang! What? I said, "Holy crap!" Yeah. No, you gotta. It's. <sighs> I mean, talk about a Sophie's Choice. <laughs> yeah, really? I know. I know. Uh, well, and I, so on Instagram, they've been having these brackets for like bands. And it was like, this is embarrassing, but it was like indie bands of the 2000, early 2000s. Um, and you did a little bracket of it. And it was difficult. It was very difficult. But it ended up being down to two of my favorite bands ever. So Which it, it whittled it down well. What are those two bands? Uh, the National and Wilco. Okay. So those are my two favorite, two of my favorite non-Nico Case musicians. Indie, indie musicians? Yeah. Okay, well. And I didn't choose. I just put sob emoji as the winner. <laughs> Why can't we just all be winners? I know, or at least the top four. Yeah, that's how you're going to feel when you look at the snack it. You're like, look, oh, I could God. probably cross about seven things off of here, but the rest, I ain't living without. <laughs> exactly. I know. Oh, my God. I can't even wait. This is mm -hmm. going to be great. Good. I'm glad well, I brought you something today that, that makes you happy. If I cry over the snack it again, though, I'm texting you immediately. <laughs> you got to print it out. You print out two copies, and then you and Brandon. You have a printer? Who has a printer in this time? don't know we do i'll but, just but you know we have kids who have oh man dude yeah. you shouldn't say that on air people are gonna come to be house. emailing you stuff yeah can you print this well i we was had, thinking that would be a good side biz right now for somebody to print things out well we had to uh have one because you know kids need to turn in their homework and it needs to be oh printed. yeah so and we were um i'll privileged enough to be in a place to be able to buy a printer um and have a and keep it stocked for and all of still the working homework essentials we need yeah wow. i mean lily still has to print stuff out for i know but it feels like printers not have like right now but yeah feels like they have like a two-year shelf life yeah they're not we this, we've had we've had a couple different printers in our lives and this this one is probably the best one we've ever had but but also, it seems like it goes through ink. Like, mm -hmm. I, if you print a dissertation, that was it. You, you got yeah. one, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. 
Well, I don't know how many dissertations you're printing, but none um, right now. Zero. Snack it. That's all I want. I, I the snack it. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys can you can just do it on like take a picture of it and then like cross things yeah, off. Yeah, you're totally right. I am yeah. I'm excited about this. Yes. Well, um, do are there any other books you wanted to mention, or do you want to um, do what? Talk about can, anything else? Um, I did want to, I did want to say, um, I did want to put out there for folks that um, we are still running our book clubs with the library right now. They're all online. So if you have not ever attended a book club before, um, and especially if you're like, we're unable to attend a book in the past, but now you can, you know, don't feel like you can't join because you hadn't been before. You absolutely can come. Mm -hmm. uh, everything is digital right now. So um, if you want to join up, you can. I can, I will just say my two book clubs are reading um, Celestial Bodies, mm -hmm. which um, is on um, by Joka Elharthy. And those are, that's both audio book and um and ebook on hoopla so it's about um women in a village in oman um and it's uh i think it's multi-generational and oman is a very um well it's a i'm like how can i describe it um it's very closed down. I mean, it's its own place. So um, there, the women there are very controlled in a lot of ways. And so um, I think it will be, it's, but right now it's like getting a 92% uh, likes from Google users. Um, it is definitely uh, a super buzzed, but it's just coming out. So it has been, um, well, wait, it was originally published in 2010. So I think it is like now being published um, in English. A wider. Yeah, so, yeah, cool. Um, yes, so, and it, I think it won an award. Um, it's an Arabic book. It's like one of the few Arabic books that have an award winner. So um, I think it will be interesting. I hope people will feel like drawn in again. I hope people will feel kind of drawn in and, but so we're doing that. I'm doing it because I am smart. I'm doing it for both of my book clubs this, yeah. um, this next month. I know everybody else has some different books going on with their book clubs. We can, we'll put links in, um, for you to come, but please feel free to listen to the books, read the books, um, show up even if you've never shown up before. We'd love to have you. And even if you show up and you're like, I just want to listen. I just want to hear people talking about books. Um, <laughs> talk about a book I read. What? A Zoom call. It's easier to do that in a Zoom call rather than show up like at a bar yeah. and be like, I'm actually just going to listen. <laughs> it, it kind of is. It actually makes it easier if you're a person who really would like to just listen. And you can even you can even put stuff in the chat. Like you can't do that in real life yeah. where, you know, yeah. people look at you weird if you write something on a note and pass it over, yeah. but you can write your thoughts in the chat. And then as the leader, I feel like my ideal in high school, 
because yeah. I only wanted to type everything and I didn't want to do anything in person. So this is, if that's you, then this is a dream. Yep. It's a dream. So please feel free to do that. I think it's, um, I don't know, I, like I said, I think it's a good, I think it's a fun experience right now. People are just trying to figure out ways to sort of talk to other people and um, this is a way to do it, especially if you read something and you're like, I need to talk about it. Last night at book club, I'll throw this one out too. Last night at book club, um, somebody had read The Night Watchman by Louise Erdrich. Oh, yeah. and, was, and was like, I have to talk about this book with somebody, but no one else had read oh. it yet. And so was like, if you read this book, please like Google Hangout Me and just oh, or yeah. whatever, because I have to talk about this book. So um, you can put that out. You put that too. Yeah. Uh, be, be aware that that, that book is... Um, people really want to talk about it after they've read it. So um, maybe it's something you want to read. Maybe we'll plug it into one of our clubs. Cool. I think we might have ordered it. They're just waiting there at the library. Untouched. Unsullied. Yeah. Well, do you have anything that you need to add that that's going on with the library? Well, we're still doing our chat um, 12 to 6. So if you ever have any questions about the library or about, I don't know, life, I guess, or, or reading recommendations or anything, um, you can um, chat us. Um, and then also, I think uh, we're working on the How To Festival. It's June 20th. And I think we've all but completely announced that it's going to be virtual. So um, that's a thing to put on your calendar. And or if you want to present at the How To Festival doing really anything, because I feel like Almost anything can be translated into a virtual presentation, like, you know, gardening or knitting or brewing beer or uh, how to do a headstand or whatever. Um, all those things can be kind of put into a Zoom or a pre-recorded video. So, um, so stay tuned for the how-to festival going digital, virtual, digital, virtual, <laughs> virtual, virtual. virtual. <laughs> well, well, I'll figure it out by then. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Very nice. Oh, and something um, that I thought, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you may or may not need this information for yourself, but you might need it. Um, we have made it so that our Wi-Fi reaches farther away from the building. That's so awesome. if you happen to know any, um, any person, any families that are struggling with um, needing some Wi-Fi. Um, the building is a big, there's plenty of places you could uh, sit six feet away from another person and, and get access and hopefully um, the weather will be nice here <laughs> very soon. Um, you know, if you, if you need to, to connect, um, again, you know, might not be you, but you might know somebody who, who really uh, needs it, um, right now and so from 7 a.m till 10 p.m right i believe so yes Make that up? okay i don't know i don't think you're making it up it's probably i'm sure it's on our webpage, and i'm sure we will link it in our show notes but um yeah, yeah you know, that's a really excellent choice trying to be be what we can be for the it's community weird yeah um since libraries are just so based on 
connection and our like a physical presence. It's just been really interesting to see kind of how you adapt to that when you can't be in person anymore. It's totally so here true. We, here we are on our podcast talking to you guys. People. Yeah. Have well, fun. thank you for sharing those books. Hey, let's uh let's let's take a picture to put in our let's take a virtual picture. Are people doing that? People doing that. I like um, it. Like a little thingy? Okay, let's see. Well, how do I do it? Oh no. I'll do oh, it. I'll, okay. I'll print screen. I'll, <laughs> are we doing that? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I look crazy. I can't do it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad this has oh, been recorded. I got crazy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, wait. I just did full screen. Oh, no, you guys. We don't know what we're doing here. How do you do it? You just hit print screen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> All <laughs> right. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining so, us on the journey. There's a tip for you if you yeah. would like to make a picture people. Oh man. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for teaching me so many things today. You're welcome. I am really glad that I could do that. Happy, um, happy, happy reading? Yeah, happy reading everybody. And yeah. happy everything else. Happy everything. Happy feelings. Happy feelings. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad Podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Jim Barnes, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.